welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 168 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the Boston Celtics signing point guard Dennis Schroeder to a one-year $5.9 million deal. I think this could be the steal of NBA free agency so far. I mean, this is a player who has fallen into the laps of the Boston Celtics. Reportedly, during last season, Dennis Schroeder turned down an $80 million extension from the Los Angeles Lakers. So he entered free agency, and a lot of teams did not have cap space or they used it on other players. So Schroeder was left without a max slot. So he had to take a way less deal to join the Boston Celtics. I love this move for the Celtics. I think Schroeder is the type of guy who is an average starter. Like, I did not love Dennis Schroeder when he was a starter for the Atlanta Hawks or when he was a starter for the Lakers last year. But you know when I love Dennis Schroeder? When he was the sixth man on the Oklahoma City Thunder behind Chris Paul and behind Shea Gillisley Alexander. I think the year before last year, Dennis Dennis Schroeder should have been the sixth man of the year in the NBA. With the Thunder that season, he averaged almost 19 points per game and over five assists and shot a career-high 46% from the field. He is super effective when he comes off the bench. So that's where I think the Lakers failed last season. Last year, the Lakers brought in both Dennis Schroeder and Montrez Harrell, two of the best six men in the NBA, and they turned them into starters, and they wondered why it didn't work out. Dennis Schroeder is not a starting caliber point guard, but he is an all-star caliber point guard when he plays in the second unit. The same thing for Montrez Harrell. So the Lakers' huge mistake last year were trying to turn both of those guys into starting players. And now both of them are getting fresh starts with new teams. Schroeder with the Boston Celtics and Montrez Harrell with the Washington Wizards. And I expect them to revert to the guys they were on their last teams. Montrez Harrell was the sixth man of the year for the LA Clippers and Dennis Schroeder was sixth man of the year caliber for the Oklahoma City Thunder. These are bench players. Yes, they're not starting players, but they are high caliber bench players. They bring the offense off the bench and that's what I expect Schroeder to do with the Boston Celtics. I also love the idea of him being the third or fourth option. He was a terrific third option with the Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, that team had Chris Paul, and they had Shea Gillisley-Alexander. Well, the Celtics have Jason Tatum, and they have Jalen Brown. I think Dennis Schroeder as a third option for that team is perfect. The Celtics do not need a point guard who's going to take shots away from their two young stars, but if presumably Schroeder does come off the bench, he can take all the shots he wants. I mean, they did that with Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker was taking shots away from Tatum and Brown. In the past, Marcus Smart has taken away shots from Jason and Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think Dennis Schroeder is a good fit because on that bench, they need guys to take up those shots because the guys they had last year were ineffective. Grant Williams was not very good. Romeo Langford was not very good. And Jeff Teague was a huge disappointment. I expect Schroeder to fill that position that we thought Jeff Teague was going to do last year. He is going to score off the bench. He is going to be the perfect backup point guard. And another reason why I love this movie is 
because Payne Pritchard, while as a guy who showed flashes last year of being effective, is not ready to be the full-time second backup point guard. As a third option, I think Payne Pritchard is a great backup point guard, but as the number two option, I don't think he's ready to fill that task just yet. A lot of people last year look at the Boston Celtics and say that they underachieved, and yes, I would say they did when you look at their starting lineup, but when you look at their bench, it was mediocre at best, and that's what I think this team is getting better. Their bench is deeper than it was last year. They have brought in guys who can fill roles. There was too many inconsistencies on that bench last year. Going into this year, I think you're going to have Robert Williams be the starting center, and you're going to have a very decent backup center in Al Horford. They also added Ennis Cantor, who was a good offensive rebounder in his first stint with the Boston Celtics. You bring in Schroeder, who I think has a chance to be the best Boston Celtics sixth man since James Posey. They also have Josh Richardson, who is an underrated player. I mean, this guy is a 3 and D guy. He's going to hit the three point shots and he's going to play some excellent defense. You added Moses Brown. All of a sudden, this team is super deep at a lot of positions. I know the biggest question mark for this team is who's going to be the starting point guard. And right now, it looks like the early favorite is Marcus Smart. I think Marcus Smart is one of the best passers on the team. He averaged just under six assists a game. At this point in his career, my issue with Marcus Smart is not his offense. I think it is his defense. His defense was lacking last year. If he can get back to being an elite NBA defender, all of a sudden, this team could be a good defensive team. You have Marcus Smart. You have Josh Richardson. Jalen Brown's an okay defender. You have Robert Williams, who blocked, like, what, eight shots against the Brooklyn Nets? This team needs to become a good defensive team, or they're going to have the same issues they had last year. Now, Dennis Schroeder is not going to be a very good defender for this team, but he's going to boost a much-needed offensive bench unit. What this team is going to have that last year's teams did not have is defined roles, and the defined roles are this. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are going to be the star players. Marcus Smart is going to be the point guard, presumably. You're going to have a backup point guard in Dennis Schroeder. You're going to have a backup wing in Josh Richardson, and you're going to have backup big men in Al Horford and Ennis Canner and Moses Brown, and you're going to have Robert Williams as your franchise center. Each and every night, you know where every person is going to play. Last year, there were weeks when Grant Williams were playing. There were weeks when Semi Ojale was playing. There was inconsistency with the lineup. I think this year, you have a chance of a much more consistent lineup. And because of that, you might not be asking Payne Pritchard and Aaron Neesmith to fill much-needed holes, and that might have them relax and be able to thrive off the bench. I expect Aaron Neesmith to improve, but I don't want to ask him to play a key role in this year's team. The same with Payne Pritchard. They can be the frosting on the cake, but you don't need them to fill those holes anymore because you brought in Schroeder, you brought in Richardson. I also love this move because there is no risk in this move. There is no, I need this to work out. You gave him $5.9 million, so if he ends up being the Dennis Schroeder from Oklahoma City Thunder, then you got a huge boost on your roster for not an expensive price. But if it ends up failing and blowing up in your face, you just walk away from the player. And if the perfect example is, if he helps you make a deep postseason run and you want to keep him long term, you can sign him long term. This is a no risk move. This is a low risk, high reward type of signing. And Schroeder is going to be way more consistent than Kemba Walker was last year. For me, Kemba Walker only showed up when it was against the bad teams. 
he could only thrive and be the old Kemba against teams like the Orlando Magic. But when you played against the elite teams like the Lakers and the Jazz, he was nowhere to be seen. And this is a guy in Dennis Schroeder who is going to be highly motivated. I mean, this is a guy who is still in his prime and he is looking for a big payday. And I think the Boston Celtics are going to be the big beneficiaries of this motivation. He is going to try to ball out against the Eastern Conference this year to get that big payday. And if that helps the Boston Celtics make the second round of the postseason or the Eastern Conference Finals, then this move is going to be worth it. I mean, this is a guy who just walked away from $84 million. He is going to want to get that back and more. He is going to want to show the world that he is one of the better point guards in the NBA. And coming off the bench, that's what the Celtics need in a player. There was no consistent bench player last year. And now those young guys are going to be asked to do a lot less. And that's why I think those guys might be able to thrive. Again, Aaron Neesmith, Payne Pritchard, I'll even throw Romeo Langford into that. They'll be asked to play a role, but not a pivotal one. And that could really help their game grow. I'll put it to you this way. Is it better that the Celtics ended up with Dennis Schroeder at $5.9 million than signing Lonzo Ball to that ridiculous $80 million deal? I think the answer to that question is yes. Lonzo Ball might be more what the Celtics needed, a pass-first point guard, but to get Dennis Schroeder at the bargain rate of $5.9 million is an opportunity you need to take advantage of, and the Celtics still want to keep that cap space open. I think what this does is it helps the Celtics compete for this year. I expect the Boston Celtics to be a fourth or fifth seed in the Eastern Conference easily. I expect them to be far better than the 500 team they were last year. I expect them to make the second round of the postseason. I expect them to be competitive all year long. But make no mistake, this is not a championship roster right now. You have Jason Tatum, you have Jalen Brown, you have building blocks. But last year was such a disappointment. I don't see them being a title contender this year. But the moves they made will help them compete. Bring in an old pal in Al Horford. Bring in Josh Richardson. Bring in Moses Brown. Bring in Dennis Schroeder. And you now have a way better bench unit than you had last year. I'm happy they didn't bring back Evan Fournier for $80 million. Take a chance on a guy like Dennis Schroeder and hope he returns to the Oklahoma City Thunder form. The sixth man of the year type guy that he was with the Thunder. And I think there is a very good chance that that is going to happen. I mean, there have been so many ridiculous contracts rolled out this offseason. I mean, Kyle Lowry was given a three-year deal by the Miami Heat. Yes, Kyle Lowry is a lot better than Dennis Schroeder, but Dennis Schroeder is still a young player and he's only two years removed from being an all-star caliber player. And no, this isn't the big move that Boston Celtics fans wanted. They wanted the Celtics to add a third option to go along with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They want Dame Lillard. They want Bradley Beal. But I think this still leaves the door open for those type of moves to be made. You still have that cap space. Al Horford's contract is short term. Dennis Schroeder's contract is a one-year deal. Josh Richardson only has one-year deal left on his contract. See how these players fit with your system. Maybe compete this season. And then you leave the door open for next year to you make that massive move. Like if things still blow up in Washington and Bradley Beal wants out, the door is open for him to be a member of the Boston Celtics. The same with Dame Lillard. See how it goes with Portland. If that blows up in their faces, you have that cap space to be able to go out there and get Dame Lillard. But 
I do think this year is going to be fascinating because you have to make this place a destination. I think you have to be better than a 500 team for somebody like Bradley Beal to want to come. I don't think the fact that Jason Tatum is his best friend is going to be the sole reason why he wants to be a member of the Boston Celtics. You have to be far better this year and far better than the Washington Wizards. If you are worse than the Washington Wizards who added Spencer Dinwiddie and Montrezl Harrell, then Bradley Beal is not going to want to come play with Tatum and Brown. You have to be a better roster than last year. And that's what I think Brad Stevens is doing. He is making a team that I think will be far better than last year's Celtics team. Brad Stevens has done the one thing I've said over and over again that the Boston Celtics needed to do. They needed to bring in veteran role players. And now they are a roster filled of veteran role players. Al Horford, Dennis Schroeder, Moses Brown, who is a second year player, but he's an experienced guy. He scored. He had a 20 point, 20 rebound game against the Boston Celtics. Ennis Cantor is a reliable veteran. Josh Richardson is the type of guy who you know you're going to get out of night from night. Now, he isn't that same guy he was in Miami. It didn't really work out for him in Philadelphia and Dallas, but you're not asking him to score 15 points a night. You are asking him to play a role on your team. Be consistent. That's what this team needs. That's why they brought in a guy like Dennis Schroeder. You need to know what you're going to get out of your players from night to night because all of last year, you didn't know what you were going to get. You'd get some good games from some guys and then they wouldn't be there. They wouldn't show up the next game. And listen, probably all of those moves are not going to work out, but if even two or three of them end up flashing, this team is going to have a much deeper bench than they had last year. And I expect a lot of those moves to work out. I mean, Al Horford was a good fit here the first time. He is going to fit well. He's played with Tatum. He's played with Brown. He knows how to be an NBA veteran. I expect him to be a lot better than the Al Horford than he was in Philadelphia. He showed flashes of that with Oklahoma City Thunder, but he was benched because they wanted to play the younger players. What I love about their big man rotation is you are no longer putting all the pressure on Robert Williams to remain healthy. If he has to miss a few games, you have enough big men to fill that void. You have Horford, you have Cantor, and you have Brown. And you can say the same thing about the point guard rotation. Right now, you have Marcus Smart, you have Schroeder, you have Richard, and even Josh Richardson can play some point guard in moments of the game. You have enough at that position. You are deep at that position. One guy who I really hope is an X-factor this year for the Boston Celtics is Romeo Langford. I think they need that wing to come off the bench and be reliable to go along with Richardson. I would really love to see Romeo Langford be a breakout star this year for the Celtics. I'm not expecting him to do big things. I just want to see him be a pro player night in and night out. The last few years he hasn't been healthy. I hope this year he has a healthy season and he is an addition to this bench. Listen, I've talked about all the positives when it comes to the Celtics team. I have high expectations for this team. Is it possible this all blows up in their face? Absolutely. But if you look at it this way, so what if it does? I mean, Schroeder is only on a one-year $5.9 million deal and after this season, really the only two players you have locked up are Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So if it does 
doesn't work out, you can hit the reset button. And this is only Brad Stevens' first year as president of basketball operations. I expect him to be there a while. This is the first incarnation of him trying to turn a team into a competitive one. They are not a title contending team. Brooklyn is better than them. Milwaukee is better than them. Philadelphia is far better than them. And Miami right now is probably better than them. But I expect this team to be the fourth or fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. I expect them to be a lot more competitive than they were last year. And I expect Dennis Schroeder to thrive as a member of the Boston Celtics because he is exactly what they need. Consistent scoring off the bench. And I also expect Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to continue to get better. That's why I put them ahead of a team like the Chicago Bulls. Yes, the Chicago Bulls have had a fine offseason bringing in Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan, but those numbers are costly. They put $80 million into both of those players. The Celtics have barely put any money into their offseason, yet they've had some good additions. Josh Richardson is a good addition, and Dennis Schroeder might be the best addition so far this offseason because of his cost value. You are getting a six-man caliber player for $5.9 million. Now, if Ime Udoka can find the right way to use Dennis Schroeder at his best, this could be the steal of the offseason. This could be the move that makes the Celtics from the seventh seed to the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. I think this is a pivotal move this year for the Boston Celtics. I hear all that crap about, oh, you're going to bring in a guy who thinks he's a max-worthy player, so Schroeder is going to come in and take 15 to 20 shots a game. Well, my answer to that is if he's coming off the bench, who cares? So he's taking shots away from Al Horford and Josh Richardson. Who cares? Dennis Schroeder is going to be your sixth man as long as he's not taking shots away from Tatum and Brown. I'm fine with that. He's going to be your sixth man, presumably, and that's the role the Celtics needed filled badly. All in all, I think this has been a better offseason than what I was expecting as a Celtics fan. I thought they were going to bring the band back together and say everything was fine, but Brad Stevens has been far more aggressive than I thought he was going to be. He got rid of Kemba Walker. He looked at the problem and said, we cannot be the team we want to be with that contract on our slate. So he moved on from him. He brought in an old friend in Al Horford. He brought in Josh Richardson. He brought in Dennis Schroeder and he brought in Moses Brown. And now they have a far deeper bench. They have role players to go with their star players. That's what makes a team a playoff caliber team. It's not just about your stars. It's about the pieces around them. And right now, I really like the pieces around Tatum and Brown. On paper, they look really good. Now they have to prove it in the regular season, and I expect them to do so. Again, I expect them to be the fourth or fifth seed in the Eastern Conference and at least make it competitive and probably advance to the second round of the postseason. I think this is going to be an enjoyable season for the Boston Celtics, and I think Dennis Schroeder is going to be a huge part of that. In fact, I expect Schroeder to be in the running for sixth man of the year. This is a guy who has his entire career at stake, and the Celtics are bringing him right at the perfect time where he needs to prove he is a max type of player. I love this signing. I think it's going to be the difference between the Celtics being that 500 team last year and being the fifth or fourth seed this year. I love this signing, and I think people will be pleasantly surprised how well Dennis Schroeder will fit in with this team. Long term, do I still want a big three that includes Tatum Brown and Bradley Beal or Tatum Brown and Dame 
Dame Lillard? Yes, absolutely. But for right now, I am fine with Dennis Schroeder filling that much-needed third-scoring option hole. I think it is the perfect signing for the Boston Celtics right now. They are going to be a fun, competitive team. Not a title-contending team, but still a competitive team that will compete in the NBA postseason. And right now, I think that's all you can ask for. The Knicks got Kemba Walker, who struggled with the Celtics last year for $8 million, and we get Dennis Schroeder for 5.9. I think Dennis Schroeder signing with the Boston Celtics is the steal of the NBA offseason. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>